and welcome to Bears Beyond the Gate, a Bristol Bears podcast made by fans for fans. We're four season card holders at Ashton Gate who love the club, the game and all things Bears. In the words of Bon Jovi, we're living on a prayer. For the second week in a row, the Bears win big, crushing Quinns 51-26 at the gate. After the Saints game could lightning strike twice, well hell yeah it did. Here are our thoughts on the game, the performances and our growing momentum. All this and more on this week's show. I'm Tony and I'm joined by Pete, Lee and Miles for a cheeky beer and some rugby banter. Well Lee, we're back at our spiritual home, your gaff. And I should say we're recording this probably an hour earlier. We've come straight from the bar at Ashton Gate after the game, after the Quinns game. Straight back to your place. How are you feeling at the moment? Well, strictly speaking, Tony, it wasn't straight after the game, was it? Because we, we, we did have a couple of little sniffers <laughs> on the way. But, but yeah, I think, you know, for the audience participation, uh, it was an absolutely fantastic result, wasn't it? And I think we're still on cloud nine. And in the words of Ed Wainwright, we were average today, weren't we? Who's Ed Wainwright? Some loser from Quinns. Uh, on, on Twitter. I saw and Miles, um, good to see you, fella. Fella, um, I see picture circulating. Uh, you and Pete had your dickies out last night. <laughs> <laughs> Over to Miles. <laughs> we did indeed. We were we were in our dicky bows and tuxedos last night for a cheeky little like uh, supper and school was event. It, was actually. it a meet at the Bilderbelt Group, whoever it's called? Oh, you know, that shady up. cabal of world leaders. Anyway, we, indeed, we Pete and I were very smartly dressed like, as were our uh, partners, of course, Jules and Wendy. Um, no less than at, at Concord, were we? We were. Under, we were. We were eating. We were dining under the wings of Concord. So a bit tired. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit tired today. Replenished and look at that result this evening. We well, did have a couple of points, Miles. Didn't yeah, you? this so. is true. Well, no, no, we should be fair, right? Miles did have a, a point of clear head <laughs> to start the day with as well. So, uh, yeah. and and you did come in on a you come in on a session IPA. Yeah, so I did. just to, you know, just for balance for the listeners' tone, Absolutely. I think that's fair. Absolutely, and Pete, um, <laughs> it, it sounds like the knee operation is going from strength to strength. Uh, you're out golfing and you even hired a caddy yesterday. Yeah, I did. Well, a couple of things. Yeah, played golf yesterday, test it out. Did well, went round an 18, stayed with points, first nine. Only nine in the second, got a bit stiff. But I was gambling up those... Yeah, that's for specific... That's for uh, niche golf. listeners there. Um, yeah, I mean, I was... I was, I was, I was I don't know if you noticed when we got to the Game Boys, I was skipping up the ske- up the mm. steps to the Dolmen, mm. a bit like a, a spring lamb gambling in a field. And anyway, I wanted to say something, Tone. When you said that we're living on a prayer, I was thinking a bit more like day, Daydream Believer, isn't it, today? Oh, I mean, when we're living on a prayer, I'm not quite sure what is that. Because we don't need a prayer anymore. We, we don't need hey, to pray. No. We're halfway there. Halfway there. halfway there, you're right. Well, three quarters yeah. away there. Yeah. Uh, well, um, <clears throat> for all listeners, I should say, uh, apologise in advance. Usually we have a cheeky beer while we're having the uh, the podcast debate. We've had a few cheeky beers beforehand, and uh, I can see I've a big lack of notes <laughs> around me. So if we miss anything out or get it slightly wrong, then I do apologise. But it will mm. be live and it will be raw, and it's the passion from the game. So yes. let me go to Miles first, because he's not the expecting most passionate it. passionate man of all. Yeah, absolutely. Um, your thoughts when you saw the team sheet uh, announced on Friday? Um, 
You saw Bristol's, you saw Quinn's. What were you thinking, Miles? Yeah, absolutely. Saw Bristol's. Saw a couple of Bristol's. A couple of Bristol's. I was at work, obviously. It's Friday, so oh, really, Miles. Miles, stop now. You're not helping yourself. Anyway, carry on. Anyway, saw a couple. <laughs> to be fair, um, actually, Bristol. You know, bar Sam Jeffrey's injury last week and the change of Amar right, Stephen Lewatua coming in. Uh, no changes really. So. Pleasantly surprised, storming storming game last week, and equally as good team sheet. <coughs> Hang on. He's just choking on a nut, listeners. <laughs> high quality podcasting this is tonight. Lo and behold, looking at the uh, Harlequin team sheet, bar Marcus Smith and the, uh, the, the people out playing England, that was a quality side. Um, and I was a little bit apprehensive about them coming this weekend. Um, and thought, well, it's not, not quite going to be the same as it was last weekend, but we'll discuss that further. Yeah, so two very good sides, but um, Queen's always put out a good side, and yeah, that was good. And Lee, we didn't have uh, long to wait, and uh, I think both you and I had a cheeky little bet on Harry Thacker to score the first try, and mm. he did us proud. We did. It was, it's been a good day financially, because uh, I guess, like, you know, Thacker has been amazing, hasn't he, the last few weeks, and... You know, we'll probably get onto this later, but for me, he's one of the players that we we absolutely have to keep in a Bristol Bears shirt next season. Um, and yeah, so so we had the we had the the provisional, you know, kind of little bet on on Harry scoring the first try, and uh, and he came up trumps, didn't he? And I mean, apart from from that. I, I mean, I can't remember actually what happened. It was a line-out try. It was, was it? It went in the corner. And Harry Facker obviously scored the try, so so I was 55 quid up and as happy as Larry. Larry. Happy as Harry. <clears throat> happy as Harry. And then, Pete, what uh, we saw then was us butchering a restart, which became a little bit of a theme for the game, didn't mm. it? Siva couldn't uh, collect... Uh, they had a passage of play and uh, very quickly responded with a try of their own. Yeah, it was a few alarm bells, early alarm bells started ringing. Um, and and let's, be, let's give credit to their third choice fly off, Edwards. I mean, his, his restarts were good. He was oh. dropping them oh. right in the, in, the, in, the, in the contestable zone, yeah. I imagine it's called. A lot of backspin and as well. We didn't deal with it. I think, I think, are we saying, I think in that first half there were four restarts that we butchered, and I think one led to a try from them. Mm. Um, but. Yeah, I mean, if, if, if we're going to... I mean, it's hard to be critical with it, but we're going to be hypercritical. Um, that is obviously an area to work on. And uh, it's always good to have something to work on, as as we know, because we always love the fact that we've got learnings, don't we, boys? So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I think it early in that early quarter, that was the kind of slight nagging worry is like we're playing well we look like we're coming off last week but we know Quinns are a dangerous side and it it's like come on boys don't give them yeah. a chance mm. don't yeah, give yeah. them a chance and, and obviously we're talking like now with the benefit of hindsight aren't we but at the time we were you know we you do worry don't you and well, I think we, we always three worry. of those first four Restarts. I think we're Siva. I mean, tight, yeah, it was. So, tight of game, tighter games. Um, yeah. We've been a bit of trouble, wouldn't we? And a lot more pressure would be on from the opposition. But that's as negative. I think we're going to be. Yeah. Well. No. Yeah. No. You're right. It was. It was. Yeah. And I think we need. But may, in many ways, I, looking back, I'm glad we did that because we came over that. We got over that challenge. You know, it, bears of earlier in the season, maybe or even last season, we may not have. 
allowed you know we may have allowed that to affect the rest of the game and and you know we we didn't and I think that was a positive out of a, a an irritant rather than a negative yeah yeah and then miles the positive thing is um, <clears throat> they scored to make it seven all and then um, around 12 minutes I think we struck back and Ibatoye against his old team uh, looked like he enjoyed scoring that try absolutely he had a bit of work to do didn't he out on the left wing on the opposite side from us in the dormant but um, beat a few backs and actually um, the boy did good he came right under and nearly tried under the sticks didn't he giving um, McGinty a very easy conversion um and actually looked quality all side actually yeah, his yeah. defence was good his running lines are great little cheeky dips inside and actually I think um, Bitoy is coming of age isn't he he's, he's, he's fitting that he's fitting that mould and looking really good I think he's, he's been he's been class since yeah. we yeah. since he stepped into the first team but I do agree that he has on the front ball he's been um, looking lively hasn't yeah. he yeah. I, mean, I think he's had a couple of Frustrating games where yeah. the, you know the, the good performances he hasn't been completely part of it for whatever reason. Mm. So I think that that little fist pump he did, by the way, before he put the ball down, which <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not sure the video review people are going to be too happy about, was was not just born out of the fact it was against his old side. I think it was born out of a little bit of frustration that he hasn't been on the score sheet as much as uh, you know, like you know, than he might have hoped. I think we should also add that there was yet another unbelievable Charles Piertau out the back oh, of the hand offload mm, that gave it to him. Mm. And I've got to say this, boys, this is why we have marquee players in the Premiership. It's not just about the club that has the player, it's about what they bring to the spectacle. And, you know, we've got debate for another time about salary cap reduction, marquee reduction. But, you know, that is why we allow people like Steve Lansdowne to spend the money on people like that. Let's move on. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, well, Lee, it nearly got even better very quickly because Siva scored a try. We thought he'd scored a try. Um, the the lino didn't say it was a knock-on the referee didn't say it was a knock-on they let it play but I think where we were sitting in the dolman when he went yeah. for that ball I think we both thought actually it, it, he, it, he did knock yeah I think I mean we were in quite a privileged position weren't we we actually we could see it at face value and it, and it did look like a knock-on and the thing is, I, I did feel sorry for Siva because he was always pushing that line, wasn't he? He was always yeah. getting there, and you know. But I, I feel even though when he when he touched down, you know, plenty of Bears supporters were all cheering. But I felt that we we were probably in that position that we could say, yeah, we, it, we knew it wasn't going to be allowed. Was it a Pyrrhic cheer? It was Pete. It do was. You remember that? Yes, what, what? I do remember. A Pyrrhic, the Pyrrhic yeah. Did we have the discussion is, about hundred pods ago about we did. a Pyrrhic victory? Yeah, yeah. I think so. A victory which, that comes, which, but with its, with costs. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure it was a. It was a Pyrrhic cheer because it was a cheer that came with a cost. In in fact, it was disallowed. Well, yeah. <clears throat> I'd say it was just uh, a, a, a non-try. <laughs> Um, and then Pete, uh, we didn't have to wait too much longer. It was around 22, 23 minutes. Mm. Um, Harry Thacker scored, um, but there again there was a bit of a debate. Was there crossing for for that score? Well, it's interesting because live where we were in the Dole Man, and we were kind of behind. We were actually in behind the line that Thacker was running. I thought it was definitely crossing. I couldn't yeah. see how it wasn't. Yeah, absolutely. And it just and it. I mean, it just. 
it just seemed implausible that that hadn't happened. But but the but the ref. And by the way, I thought I had a good game. Mm. And he was right game. there Adam on, Leal, on, yeah. on point as adamant, well. Adamant. He wasn't even interested yeah. in looking at any replay. And I mean, there was a bit of chirp from the, the Quins and he was adamant. Yeah. And he let the... And we were like, go on, then get the conversion over. And then, you know, you've still got to go to the, the kick-off now, haven't you, before you look at it. No mm. interest. And actually, when they showed it on the screen as a, as a replay just of the drive, mm. you realise that Siva was down a completely different channel. Mm. You know, it was, it was just a brilliant, brilliant bit of decoy running and it was uh, I mean it was it's one of those ones you know we say sometimes in the past we've watched Bristol think can't see where they're going to score or how do teams score with these rush defences and no space and then you look at that and you think how do people not score all the time it's yeah. so easy I mean at that point as well we're all just in heaven aren't we because we're thinking this is this is the running rug mm, yeah. that we've been kind of hoping for all season and something's definitely changed I think anyway I'm, I'm going off on a tangent slightly but something's definitely changed from that Bath game where we were we, we were just so tight and narrow and, and just mm. you know just just felt kind of but they did that play about three times today didn't they they Backer did, did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely and, and Facker nearly scored again yeah. just you know ten minutes after <clears throat> but something's definitely happened in the last since the Bath game something has happened on that Training ground to for us that we've just it just feels like uh, the bet the, the butterfly has come out now of the the uh, what's it called chrysalis the chrysalis mm. that's the one yeah. and it just feels like we're playing you know the open rugby you see and I, running rugby we we, we had this debate it. didn't we during the game and I said I think it's from the London Irish game which was Miles and me oh, had the displeasure to go mm. to which was so dire and we just looked like we had no real we weren't sure what we were trying to do. And then from then, you had the Newcastle game, which was quite a good win. And yeah, you're right, the Bath game was poor, but I think at least we did try and play rugby there. It was it was the the circumstances, but maybe not as expansively. And I, I kind of agree with you, but I just wonder whether the genesis of our renaissance was the dire Sunday in Brentford. Well, and to be fair, we, we have spoken on the last few podcasts haven't we about actually Pat just releasing the, the releasing the pressure releasing the, yeah. the shackles a little bit and and maybe that's you know that, that has been over the last couple of weeks that has been happening yeah. a bit more often and the thing is if that has happened and we're, we're starting to you know, I mean we put 60 odd points on Saints yeah 50 points on Quinns in the last two yeah. weeks well in, in one week and you know, really, I mean, if the players are producing that type of performance, then Pat Lamb really can't say much, can he? No. Because no, no. the proof is in the pudding. And then, Miles, we didn't have to wait too much longer. <clears throat> A similar line-out move. Thacker throws it in, gets the ball back. Um, and uh, Sammy, quite majestic, bursting through the uh, midfield to make it 28-7. Absolutely, on about 23 minutes, wasn't it? Um, yeah, I mean... He is looking, yeah, so good, isn't he? We, you're upset, aren't you? I am. Well, I'm upset. I'm, I'm upset that we're gonna, you we're gonna. Yes, of course, everyone's upset that we're gonna lose him because he's actually playing as well as he did that final we won against Toulon. Um, even better, really. Yeah. And it's not just. <laughs> you're right. We did comment on this last week, didn't we? 
Do you see, have you seen him throw a normal pass in the last couple of games? He's ridiculous, isn't he? He's taking on four players, still standing up, and then having the time to just, like, uh, pop a little pass. It's uh, like he's got all day, isn't it? Absolutely. It's phenomenal. So, good on him. I'm glad he scored a try. I mean, what a try it was. Um, and, yeah, ultimately got... Um, yeah. We're going to miss him, Miles, aren't we? Well, playing like he did in the last couple of games, <laughs> geez, well, aren't we going to miss Charles and Semi? But we'll enjoy it and we'll gloat over it whilst we still got them. And then, Lee, I think we, we butchered our fourth kickoff uh, reception in a row. Um, I mean, fair play, fair play to Quinns, whether they'd identified Seaver or that, that particular area as a weakness. Um, but we managed to, again, kind of win the ball back. But uh, it wasn't too long then before they did score a try. Um, managed to get an overlap just in front of us in the dolmen. I think they had three on to one. And was it one of the one of their locks, locks burnt McGinty? Yeah. Uh, and actually, I mean, fair credit, fair play to them. It was a good try. Yeah, it was. A, yeah, it was a typical Quinn's try, wasn't it? And uh, mm. I think they 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 kind of loaded the numbers up and and they knew that they were on. But you know, we were already in the ascendancy by then, so it was it was kind of. I, I, I wasn't worried. You know what I mean? Uh, I thought mm. it was it was one of those tries. I thought Quinn's really? were always. No, at that point, I, I still thought we were we were kind of the better team, and I thought we would still win the game. But uh, I think it was was it Vui? I think as well from the restart, the fourth restart, which was surprising actually, because if you, you know if anyone's going up for a restart, you think like Chris Vui is going to take yeah. it take it in safe. But you know that's been ultra critical, wasn't it? And uh, but yeah, I, it was a well taken try by Quinns, and you know I mean God. They're Quins, they're all yeah. they're, they're a class side, so yeah. Yeah. You know, they're, they're going to score. You've got to take your they're medicine gonna, sometimes. Yeah, they're, they're going to score tries like that, aren't they? <clears throat> yeah, and then Pete, um, before the half was out, um, McGinty took a penalty, 31 12. Mm. Right decision to take that? I think so. I think very sensible. I think this also shows a maturity in our mm. on field game management. Mm. Just ticked it over. Just you know, put a few more points on. Just kept the momentum, takes the sting out of them a little bit. Um, so yeah, great decision. And I think we saw a bit of that later on, didn't we? Mm. When we we uh, took another penalty in the second half that took us four converted tries ahead. And it, it looks like again a lot of work on sensible thinking. Yeah, has been going on behind the scenes. Um, I should just say one thing we have missed out. Was that there was a there was a bit of uh, there was a, a bit of handbags. In there. <laughs> oh yeah, we do like a, a bit of game, we like a bit of nice handbags, don't we? And it was um, there was a bit of an edge in the game. It handbags felt. or sporrans? Well, I was you've you've taken <laughs> oh Tony, you've, I was gonna you've ruined it, ruined it. Yeah. No, but basically, old you know, I think Chisholm took out little Harry little Harry Randall, yeah, who obviously can st- stick up for himself, but Magnus Bradbury took exception to it. Had a little bit. It was it was tartan handbags, wasn't it? I think, and Brad, it was about the second time Bradbury had had a little bit of a niggle. Mm. Um, and of course, well, twins I, were there to niggle us. You know, they, they they. I'm sure there was a few mentions of the word Bristambul in those in those uh, away from the microphones in the in the scrums. And obviously, um, 
you know, we've had our history. So, yeah, I like that, though. I think, I mean, I think it was all played quite nicely. I think Steve Lewitu had it all under control. He let it go on for a little bit, then got involved before it could get to yellow card territory. Ref, gives the ref, I, I quite like, the ref liked it because it gives him an opportunity to kind of assert his authority, you know, get the captains over and all that sort of thing. So, yeah, I, I like that, but it didn't really have, I, I wondered whether it might get into something a bit more later mm. in the game, but it didn't, which is a good thing, really. I love the fact that the referee actually just let it play out for a little bit yeah. because I mean you know you know we're all old school and, and that's what referees used to do didn't they they just you know let it all go let the handbags get thrown up in the air but I did like the fact that Bradbury stuck up for yeah. Randall you know because yeah. he did that a couple of times and yeah, I just thought do you know what that's our number eight now yeah, and it and number eight and number is. nine eight and nine have a you know they have a connection they yeah. have a connection on the game yeah. in the game they have to have a mental connection they have to they have to have a bit of a a bro love connection as well and I think that is good for the, the run-in that we've got an eight and a nine that are just Absolutely, they're like, that. Yeah. They're like that, and I'm doing that thing where you put your fingers together like that. Yeah, Bradbury's been a, a fantastic signing for us. Oh, absolutely, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, absolutely. Performance, he puts it all out there on the pitch, doesn't he? Mm. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah, 100%. So, Miles, 31 12 at half time because it was Quinn's. <laughs> were you, were, were, did you think we had it wrapped up, or, or was there still the, the hangover from Bristol <clears throat> that? Uh, you know, they could come back into it. Yeah, never. I mean, um, I sort of saying to Lee, you know what, their, their running lines were not looking as tasty as well as normal. I thought Danny Kerr had a pretty quiet game. Um, obviously, Marcus Smith wasn't playing the number 10. It was all right, but um, breaking the gain line quickly in their running line, it just didn't happen all match. Um, I was quietly confident, but as we all know... You can't catch chickens against Quinns, can you? And I, I, I knew that we needed to come on in the second half and get a very early score. So slightly nervous going in. We, yeah. we did still say, though, we've got to score first, didn't we? All of us yeah. collectively yeah, said, I think so. first score of the second half. Yeah, We need it. Mm. And then, then we... Uh, Lee, we t- did. We took that, the penalty. Uh, Williams took the penalty. I, I did, think yeah. uh, McGinty was off by then. Um, which is a little bit of a worry. He he did look in a yeah. pretty pretty bad way. Um, uh, made it thirty four twelve, and of course you know that's more than three converted tries. So all of a sudden that that game management that we've been lamenting all season, mm. psychologically I think just taking the three points there did mean that you know it was giving Quinn's a mountain to climb. It it was at that point we all said what are we going to do? Are we going to kick to the corner or take the three and. All of us said, let's take the three because, you know, four converted tries now is a hell of a push, even for Quinns. You know, we're, we're, we're getting into the second half of the mm. game. And I, and I, it was at that point I thought, we're quite safe here now. I think I, I felt like we, we were going to win this game. And I didn't know what, you know, obviously we didn't know what was going to happen, but I thought actually victory could, you know, could now be ours. And that's game management. No, absolutely, absolutely. Keep the, the the scoreboard ticking along. And Pete, I think they had a try disallowed in about fifty three minutes, and then uh, they did score uh, close to the post, wouldn't it? Mm. Their uh, player kind of bounced off the mm. post to get the touchdown. Made it thirty four nineteen. Again, did you did you sense they might be coming back into it, or did you think that we'd just go down the other end and score? It's a difficult one. I mean, I think we're always, whatever happens, we're always going to be scarred with the memory 
Bristol Bull, aren't we? And even at 34-19, you know, one more try and, you know, we've seen it. So, yeah, there's never, never, you're never completely sure when you've still got, you know, maybe 25 minutes to go because it can change so quickly. But, yeah, you know, it was, a, yeah, I mean, they were, well, I think we have to accept the fact they were always going to score. You know, they're, 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 you know, fair play to Quinns. They're a, they're a side that, a front foot side that, you know, they're a, you know, it's a family show, and I don't think I've ever sworn on this show, but they're a kind of SHIT or bus sort of team, aren't they? And I mean, that, that makes the spectacle good. So I think there was always a chance, but I think the reality is that that always meant there was going to be chances for us mm. as well. So I think, mm. realistically, it probably we were in a good good place then, no, no doubt about it. And uh, Miles, as Pete said, there were going to be chances for us, and I think it was two or three minutes later... Uh, we were down there under the pitch. Harry darts over for a try. They get a yellow card. And uh, were you thinking at that point, well, that is game over? Oh, I think by that point, um, I mean, um, we'd had a few substitutions, haven't we? I think George Kloska came on for Maxwell Heath. And I thought, actually, with Pat's chat about this, he played brilliantly. Um, yeah, little t- Harry dived over the line again. I'm not sure. And it did come back to the TMO, didn't it? And there was a subsequent yellow card. But I think at that point, where were we? 58 minutes, I thought, well, this this game is most definitely won, and now it's just a case of perhaps just, just trying to stop Quinn's score any more points. And um, See, at that point, I was thinking, let's just really put a foot right on a neck yeah. and and give them a real paste in. And we had a couple of Quinn's fans behind us as well, didn't we, which was quite nice. Hmm. Yeah. What is that? Foot on the neck? Is that is that a Withywood cuddle, or is it? A, is it known as? Has he got a little name? That foot it's, on the neck. It's, it's just kind of inserting your dominance yeah. on the opposition, yeah. and um, and I felt, you know, we're all scarred by Quinns, aren't we? Mm-hmm. You know, seventeen thousand today, say sixteen and a half thousand Bristol fans. Mm. We've all been scarred by Quinns. So mm-hmm. for me, it was it was just it was putting that little foot on the neck. Yeah. And just saying, like, this is our time now. And um, we did that. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. And then we did it uh, uh, much more as well, because mm. um, Pete, um, a brace of tries for Charles on 60 and 64 yeah, minutes. Yeah. Two, two quality finishes by our uh, marquee player. Yeah, well, the guy was carded, wasn't he, in the run-up to Harry's try mm, yeah. uh, for a high... I'm glad he was only given a yellow. I mean, you know, I know in the... I don't know, we, didn't, we couldn't really see it, could we, on the screen, that... But you could, I mean, it looked like it was in potential red territory, but obviously it wasn't, you know, maybe slipped up to it. So I don't think, I'm fair play. Although they're still, these boys, they still go in high, don't they? Mm. But it was a fast, I suppose in mitigation, it happened so quick in the game, but, and he he was a second tackler coming in, but you sort of think, when are these boys, Mm. when are these boys going to learn that, like, you've, you've got, I don't know, anyway. But yes, it was a very profitable um, 10 minutes for us, and, uh, I mean, I think it said, I think the uh, the straight away wasn't it that Piertau, it was a a, a brilliant move and he he bounced off somebody, didn't he? It was like it wasn't mm. just finesse, it was power. Yeah, yeah. And some beautiful hands as go. Poor old Jimmy Williams. We Jimmy Williams has got that thing that Callum Sheedy used to do that you know immediately as he kicked Madigan, it. Whether wasn't it? Oh no, Madigan. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah of course, the great Ian Madigan that you knew as soon as he kicked it whether it was in or not. Mm. And Williams has got that same swagger. You can tell before, as the ball's halfway there, if it's gone over, mm. before the south stand starts cheering or mm. not. 
And I think this one, you knew straight away. It's unconventional you kicking, one of them. kicking style, isn't it, mm. uh, Jimmy? So Is he? I thought he just goes up and smacks it. Well, yeah. to be fair... I think I, I, I actually well, think... Top quite scorer in a championship mm, last well, season. I think yeah, yeah. Actually, to be fair... I think you're saying it's unconventional because the convention in these days is all this with holding your hands oh, okay. and yeah, yeah, going yeah. forward and jigging on the spot. Jimmy Williams, championship just legend, just puts it down as a quick look and yeah. just smacks it straight. Yeah. It's like on golf, another golf reference. Mm. People try and read the greens, just hit the ball straight, the right yeah, speed, yeah. it goes into the hole. Simples. <laughs> so, yeah, really good, uh, really good move. And then Pierre Tau... Uh, scored another one as well, and again, power, it's, it's when he said when it, when you read things, it says Piertau powers over as well as Piertau razzle dazzles over. You think he is the complete and utter yeah. player. Yeah, absolutely. And then Miles, <clears throat> I suppose we we pulled on the subs. Then the game was won at mm. uh, fifty one nineteen. But then oh. was, was was it Jimmy Williams? I can't remember who it was. Was it Jimmy? Bedlow, that, was it? Who, or was it Bedlow that Bedlow gave, gave, gave Bedlow. a loose pass? Who just offered up an easiest yeah. pass to Caden Murley, who we know is phenomenal, so quick and dangerous for Quinns, isn't he? Yeah. Um, yeah, it was annoying because we were chatting about this here, weren't we? We could have just kept it in the forwards. Um, we were down on their 22 at least, weren't we, in the red zone. Silly little, like, uh, yeah... A no-look pass from Bedlow, straight to Murley, and he was away. Um, it was just very frustrating. Am I, am I right in saying that that was the the bonus point yeah. for them yeah. as well? Yeah, it was. You know, on a scheme of things, at the end of the season, might be massively mm. important. Mm. I'll tell you what, it was, to be fair to Murley, he caught it pretty well because he was did, drilled yeah. at him, wasn't it? It was like yeah, a yeah. driller pass, and he got both hands on it. And, uh, I mean, that lad's I just got... thought it was a bit stupid because... Big, we should, yeah. we, Bedlow, we should have kept the ball with the yeah. forward, yeah, shouldn't we? We but, were all saying that. Yeah, but, the, but we were, the, most, the adrenaline was flowing. I, yeah, yeah, but it's, almost, it, it's almost when you're that far ahead, just yeah. just use your use your brain box. Oh, I know, you're yeah. right. You're right. And uh, that completed the scoring on 68 minutes, 51-26. So uh, we saw the rest of the, of the game out, Lee, and, um, well... Again, at the start of the day, I mean, we 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 all thought that Northampton game was amazing. We played well, but we really didn't think we'd see another performance like that from from Bristol today. No, we didn't. And it, it, it I mean, it was. I don't know. It it does feel now, and I, I I'm almost like I don't want to say it, but it it feels to me like we've really now in the last couple of weeks. We've got this momentum, and the table is is, is completely nuts, isn't it? Mm. As Miles said, uh, it, again, we've already kind of distinguished the the um, points against column, and we in the last two games extinguished, it? extinguished. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, extinguished. But it's quite a distinguished and, effort to do yeah, that. Absolutely. Yeah. And and it feels like we're the team. You know, like uh, we were saying, the Harlequins actually, it, you know, when they got to the final. Well, they won this. it. Yeah, yeah. You know, they they had a late surge, and it almost feels like if we keep going on this mm. on this run, it feels like the time could be right for us to make that last surge into into the top four, maybe. Well, that's seen the Bears move up to uh, seventh place in the table. Now we're above Harlequins. We're above Gloucester as well. Uh, mm. So uh, Bristol seventh on forty-one points. Then we got Chiefs on 43 points, London Irish on 46, 
and then Northampton in fourth and Leicester in third on 48 points. So, uh, you know, if we can keep those wins coming, mm. who knows? Who's no? Who knows what we could achieve? But mm. let's uh, let's say that probably championship rugby uh, or a, a champions, champions cup, cup rugby yeah. now is is, is well on the cards. Well, let's take a look at some of the player performances then, Pete. Maybe if you look at the front five, uh, Miles, you look at the back row and the half backs, and uh, Lee, you take uh, the rest. Uh, so up front then Pete who stood out for you I mean again I mean they all stood out because they gave us the platform they gave us front foot ball and that came from a desire to put their bodies on the line to tackle ferociously to to, to run you know to increase the line speed and so in some ways it's it's unfair to, to single out anybody because it kind of means that somebody else was you know implies somebody else was slightly less but I mean a couple of comments I'd make about the forwards is that I'm thinking is Max Laheef just as good as Carl Sinkler at the moment there's one yeah, comment yeah, there. yeah, I mean, what, uh, absolutely we haven't really missed Sinks I think we've missed you know we haven't really missed either of them to be fair <laughs> based on the results but clearly but I actually think Max Laheef is you know you know when you're when you're a kid and you're in the under eleven football team and they have player of the season some big kid who scores ten hundred and then they always have most improved player which is for the kind of the kind of unheralded <laughs> small kid that tries hard but does actually go from A to B and I think that's Max Laheef the the most improved player um, so yeah brilliant Jan Thomas love him but I we were talking about this yeah. Jan and Jan and Max. Couldn't have been could be more different in many ways, both in vocabulary, GCSE results, you know, houses that they were brought up in, rigs, rigs, um, and I love Pets. that. I'm just loving. I'm loving that combo of Jan Thomas and Max Laheef in the front row. Um, Thacker, we don't need to say any more about Thacker. Anybody who saw that game knows what we say about him. Probably, I'd say man of the match. Not. Yeah. Um, mm, I, I think, think we should all collectively it. say. I know you didn't get it, man of the match, but. Facker was equal as a yeah. man of the match, and then I mean, it was a shame Batley went off um, twenty, but Joycey filled the gap, and that's what a squad does. We should mention we saw Batley, didn't we, after the game? <laughs> and he had his he had his crutches, but he wasn't really using them much. And I I think I Miles made some. Miles got a bit cheeky with him, didn't he? And said, "Oh, you nicked them from the hospital." And Batley's like, and then I said, "You've only got, you've only got them for sympathy, haven't you?" And he kind of laughed. So yeah, he looked. And the good news was he he looked. Comfortable, comfortably yeah, yeah. injured. If yeah. that's if that's a thing, and well, then he, he was signing autograph for yeah, kids, wasn't he? Exactly. Yeah. He, he had the crutches yeah. tucked underneath his well, arm. He, he yeah. said to the little kid, "Hold my crutches while I just do that." Yeah, yeah. Um, and then back row. I mean, what can we say? I mean, the back row gives you that 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 gives you everything. I mean, as second, we saw second row. Check them out. You've only got the front five to talk about. Oh, have I got the front five? Oh, okay. I'll leave those. Yeah. I wouldn't listen. Well, then Vui, then Vui, languid as ever. You know, you think he's he, you, you think he's actually injured, but you realise he's just plaiting his hair. Um, couple, obviously, we did. I mean, hypercritical and Vui is the first person to put his hand up, and he needs that. He needs that criticism from Bearsby on the gate. You know, the, the restarts. He needs to go and work on that. Was but, only one though. Was well, it? one's one's too many in my book for Vui because he's a he's a high class <laughs> operator. Just love watching. I just love watching Chris Vui do his business on the pitch. Whether we win, lose, or draw, to be fair, that sounds a bit rude. It does sound a bit rude. It sounds like and, we're going uh, back to t- yeah, TC's but you know, like you know what I'm saying. Bath comment. I know it's a huge satisfaction watching Chris <laughs> do his business on the pitch. <laughs> yeah, okay, the yeah, yeah, yeah. A uh, miles back row and half backs. Well, the captain, fantastic. Harding, Bradbury, 
They just did the business today. Oh, I just said that. Yeah, but it wasn't your phrase. You know, they were un- actually quite unassuming today compared to, I thought, Saints last week. However, um, the scrum was pretty tit for tat. There were a few penalties going our way and a few penalties going their way. Um, and they just quietly did the job. And um, Better. All right, is that OK? Yeah, that's fine. Uh, and, the, and the scrum was solid, leaving a... a, 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 a <laughs> I love it. Solid. It's a multi. A great platform. A multitude of abilities. That a great platform for Randall to do his yeah. his business, which he did brilliantly. To his business. Come on, oh, back to oh, business. Oh, there's so much we're going on back this to this. Okay. All these people anyway, doing their business. And moving to the halfbacks, Randall. Again, um, as proved last week, he is actually England quality, through and through. He's brilliant. Got a fantastic try. Um, Shane McGinty came off injured, but his defence is it's just been phenomenal. I mean, he got flattened by one of their front row, didn't he? So no wonder he went off. Mm. He's put his body on the line, um, and he's no doubt when he's fit, first choice, week in, week out. Me, uh, and he's he's nailed that position. Good, some um, great kicks as well. Um, so yeah, I thought those two were phenomenal. There was a delicious moment in that first half where he got the ball, didn't he? Mm-hmm. I think went to, to to with his back to their their um, defenders. Looked like he was going to go one way, mm. just delayed it and then mm. popped it inside of him. Just filthy. I mean, he gives us McGinty gives us that. I mean, now he is playing in full form. Probably, yeah. Mm. And, you know, maybe he was a bit injured. Maybe he had a stop-start start to the season. But now it, it just makes such a difference when you've got a fast scrum half and you've got a 10 that looks for the gap, mixes it up, and he's a ferocious defender. Mm. You know, oh, and I mean, it takes me back to Johnny Wilkinson back in the day that he wasn't just about his kicking, it was about his defence as well. He's as brave as a lion and... I think I hope McGinty's not that badly injured because that is a he's he's if we are going to make this yeah. push for the whatever he needs to he's be, got to be he part of it. Yeah. McGinty Randall that axis yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. it's an axis yeah. part, with a capital A and then eleven to fifteen Lee well where do I start with this because eleven well, yeah you well, numerically you would. <laughs> Ibatoy <laughs> was absolute class again and I, I just like Pete said earlier I mean he's one of those players when he gets the ball you're you're immediately like off your on the edge of your seat aren't you waiting mm-hmm. to him to do waiting for him to do something and he didn't get a lot of chances today but what he did get he actually he actually took and I love that and I know like um, Semi got Man of the match, neat. But for me, Pietau was absolutely class again. He's, mm. you know, he's just, just, he's just a level above, you know, any, anything else in this, well, in, this royalty, in this league. Yeah. He he's, really is. He's, he's royalty. You know, we're, we're gonna we're gonna miss him massively, aren't we? In a bare shirt. Um, I thought Siva did really well, and on a lot of occasions. Mm. The restarts certainly needs to work on learnings, as Pat would say. Um, but really, and 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 you got Jimmy Williams, who he basically just steps in and and kicks the points, mm. and but also tackles, uh, yeah, and also looks like quality in it. Well, I was just going to say, forward as well, yeah. Williams yeah. for me has has just been like a revelation yeah. because we've got we've got like 
a centre, a, a centre pairing, which yeah. is actually, it's just solid, solid as a rock, but attacking wise, it, it all works. And I just think that I, I couldn't fault any of them, to be honest, they were all brilliant today. No, absolutely. And when you look at the stats, I mean, Quinn's had nearly 57% possession, 56% territory. They gained 517 metres to half, 483, had more carries. Uh, we had to make more tackles. But, uh, you know, at the end Quinn's of the day, did. we had to make we more tackles. Yeah, they had the better stats. Though. Yeah, they had the better yeah. stats. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, but when it came to the clean well, we breaks, we were 14 to, to 6. And uh, again, how important is it? Penalties conceded. We conceded 10 to their 11. Uh, and what ultimately matters is the points on the board, isn't it? 51 mm. points to 26. Yeah. So uh, uh, just before we, we go off uh, this game, um, I just wanted to say... Um, you know, after Bears beyond the gate last week, when there was a little bit of criticism to the club that we hadn't seen Brisley yeah. at oh. all, yeah. lo and behold, he's on the pitch, Pete. I mean, we joke about it, but we like to think that people listen to the podcast in powers of... But I genuinely think something's been said. Because, I mean, he came out, he spotted, and he was doing a few limberings up. And I, and I was held to account by one of our Twitter followers who said, actually, he's usually down the Lansdowne playing with the kids back in the landscape <laughs> playing with yeah. the kids yeah. and, and we don't we, obviously we're Dolman so we don't really have that we don't knowledge that. we don't condone it either but we haven't seen him on the pitch for a no, while no. and then he oh, went on South Africa game yeah that, and it? then he went on and he started I reckon he's been he, he has been looking at the uh at the mascot manual because he started doing a bit of uh, old school like star jumps and then he and I, I, I know you want to come in Lee but I just got to say this he went for the press up and I was like come on Brisley come on boy come on and he did a, he did a two handed press up if there are any learnings oh, Brisley I wanted to see a one handed press up anyway Lee you want to say something I just, I, I, I just don't want to make this political in any way shape or form but I just I feel that maybe Brizzy needs to turn his attention to the safe stand and, and you know just let the the kind of I'm the dolman. Mm. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, but I don't know yeah, where we really, we're, we're in the middle class. He was nervous. Lance was the upper nerves. class. He knew that the criticism. Yeah. Safe stands the bulbers. Yeah, no, I think it was as much that he knew the criticism would come from the dolman, <laughs> yeah. and he was nervous to get beyond that halfway. Because he didn't really want I the just, reception. No, he I, did I, show I, us the well, shoulder. What we want he? collectively is a Brizzy for all. All yeah. parts of the stadium. Right. Yeah. Are we right? Yeah. 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 So, Brisley, get it sorted out. Yeah. Over the dolman, son. Get over there, boy. Get over. Play them with the adults. Play them with the kids. Play them with, <laughs> play with everyone. Everyone in the ground. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> There's no one you shouldn't play with, Brisley, in your own time. Okay, you're listening to Bears Beyond the Gate, a Bristol Bears podcast made by fans for fans. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, Buzzsprout and many more platforms. You can contact us with your comments and ideas by email at bearsbeyondthegate at gmail.com. On Twitter, we're at bearsbeyondgate. And on Facebook, you can like and follow our Bears Beyond the Gate page. Now, we've had the euphoria of this victory today. Mm. But it was just 24 hours after an England performance <laughs> that maybe had us weeping into our thatchers. Cheers, Tom. Um, let me come to, to you first, Miles. Um, 
It was just a very bad day at the office. Um, it was it was it England were really bad, or was it that French the French team were really really good? Let me just remind myself of the score. Give it to someone else. Ten fifty three. You know what? A combination. Um, were England that bad? No. Yes. Well, yes, they were. However. I thought France were phenomenal. Mm. Um, I cannot yeah. take it away. They were on the front foot the whole time. Push, push, push. Defence was brilliant. Not that Bristol had any... I mean, sorry, not that England had any attack in any shape or form. But... Um, France were just too good. I mean, I don't know. I can't account for that. Genge and Sinclair had an average game, didn't they? I thought Genge's captaincy was brilliant. He was chatting to the ref the whole time. Stepped up to it, but... France too good. I think any team that's going to face them now are going to struggle. Um, yeah. Lee? Yeah, I, I, I just felt, <clears throat> as much as I agree with Miles, the tactics were were awful. I think, I mean, everyone around this table knows that I'm, I've not been the biggest fan of Steve Borthwick mm. at all. But Scotland actually showed a way of playing against France to kind of nullify them and, you know, at least contain them a little bit. But we, we we just, to me, it looked like we had no idea on that pitch what we were doing. And I felt really sorry for Genji, actually, because, mm. you know, I, I kind of felt yeah. like the euphoria of us, like, kind of celebrating Genji being captain of England, you know. And it, it was just almost com- just wiped out because the tactics... Shocking, absolutely shocking, and there's no way in the world, like Miles has said, France were great, right? They were, right? We have to all, you know, all, talk, yeah, all yeah. our hands up, but there's no way in the world that we should be losing by that many points at home at Twickenham. Full stop. No matter how good the opposition is, and I, I, I you know, I just, I don't think Borthwick's the guy for us, and I'm going to say that. I've, I said that before his appointment, and you know, mm. nothing that has happened since would. Mm. That's Steve Borthwick on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> Lee, you're a liar. Sorry, Steve. Lee, Lee you're a liar. Lee, Come you're on, a liar. <laughs> so, 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 uh, Lee takes that phone call. Uh, Pete, what did you think of the performances of the two Bears players, Genji and Sinclair? I mean, like Miles said, to be fair, it's hard to judge it. When the whole team is up against it, it's not a lot you can do individually. And, no. and I mean, Genji, what I love about Genji is that he's he's a fully, you know, he'll, he'll never stop. I thought he gave a great interview after the game. He was very honest. Um, and, you know, he's he's the sort of, that attitude's what we want. Um, Sink's... I mean, I, you know, you look at their front row and they've just got... They are just beasts. They 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 just make yards. They're fast. They're beasts at the breakdown. Mm. I just think Sinks is... A, I like Sinks. You know, we know he's a... He's a... You know, he's, he's, you know, he's, a, he's a lion and he's, he's got a lot of England caps, but I'm just wondering, is he, is he just one-dimensional? Is he just an, av- you know, an average international player? I know it sounds, sounds awful to say mm. that, but if we want to win the World Cup, we can't have average international no. players, yeah. as is the same with our back row. You know, I thought Jack... I th- I, I, you know, Jack Willis, great player. Lewis Ludlam, love him. Don Brandt, but they they look like they look like boys against mm. that French back row, and and it was in the intensity, it was the power, 
And these boys are away from home. They, they were playing for the shirt. Mm. They were playing for their nation. They were playing for the World Cup. And I, I, I was very profoundly depressed after that England game, thinking... I was depressed with the RFU. It's like all of that money that you have thrown since we, we got schooled in the World Cup final against South Africa, albeit a brilliant semi. So from that moment, we're here. Mm. Like that somebody, you know, that somebody, you know, it's all very well saying it's Eddie Jones's fault, but somebody managing that, and, and I just think I cannot, I was very depressed, I cannot see us, well, I can't even see us firing any shots in Dublin next week. No. That's... And I do wonder... And then in the com- yeah, commentary afterwards, there I think it was Woodward, they're saying, oh, Steve Ball, he's a young coach. It's like, it's not a training ground internationally. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, like, I like Steve Borthwick more than Lee, probably, and I think Steve Borthwick is a... But it also shows how really we're not... The premiership isn't as good as other leagues, is that he, able, he was able to take Leicester to a premiership win, basically playing... You know, the same sort of temper, which I think was brilliant for Leicester, well done. But it kind of showed the paucity of the competition. Whereas that was that was just another level of rugby. And I don't think we should be having... Be, we shouldn't have pundits saying, oh, he's a young coach learning. It's like, I don't no. want learners. Mm-hmm. I want somebody... Now, Eddie Jones was supposed to be somebody done it. Clearly, halfway through that tenure, you knew you could see the hubris had taken over. So you got to get you got to do your research, do your homework, get somebody yeah. else in. So I don't know. I mean, Genge is the future. He's going to. Be, I mean, in many ways, Genge probably his reputation was still kind of kept the same because I think mm. we're looking at like who do we? You look at that. You say who do we want in this team going forward? He's going to be on the. You know, despite mm. yesterday, he's he's going to be a. He's a I, I'm not sure Sinclair is. I'm not. No. I think Harry Randall's reputation has been enhanced by not being in that England team, yeah, yeah, which is good. Yeah, leave it at that. Yeah, Lee. Well, I just feel like we've we've got the players in that squad that that can play a different type of rugby than than what Borthwick can actually offer us. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense, I just I just feel my worry is that I'm not sure we do. I just think that the the Premiership is not quite as good as we think. It's like no, it's I'm not sure we have got the players. I mean, it's, they look right, they were on their arse. They they were they weren't fit enough yesterday. Yeah, but, good, but going by those those you know uh, <coughs> remits, then you know the Irish and the French teams, they will be better than us because you know I don't think any of us are going to think we're going to win the World Cup in any time soon. No, no. But <coughs> I just well, why not? I, this is what my point is. Like, why are we not? Because competing when we were in the final four years ago, I, I just think we're a different team now. I just mm. think that we're, yeah, yeah. Well, France are certainly a very different team, haven't they? They they they've been incredible the last couple of years. They have been. I mean, Ireland have come up from uh, you know the the potential to actually fulfilling that now. Um, Stability as well. They've had mm. Farrell. It's They've got Galtier and Edwards. Edwards. We've yeah. had Eddie Jones about a million, mm. a million support staff. Yeah. So maybe, just maybe for Borthwick, and at least he's got, you know, whether he's got his team, Sinfield, he's got a good team around him. Maybe, you're right, it's too late for the World Cup, but maybe that will be the one thing in his, you know, we've got some, pro, we've got some mm. continuity. But the thing is, for me, I don't see Steve Borthwick playing any type of rugby different to what he's already it's, been used yeah, to. It's and funny you say that. That, that won't win a World Cup, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're right. Anyway. Yeah. 
Um, okay, well, well before we, we finish this one, um, I think we've got... Uh, He's got some goats. Some goats. We've, yeah. we've got two goats. We've got two goats. Okay. So I can match goats, aren't they? And uh, for new listeners, we have, uh, or we, we in season one and season two, we had a regular feature called Gets My Goats. It was things that annoyed us about either what was happening at the club or on the match day or in rugby in general. So uh, having not had one uh, for a while, they're like buses. Two have come along all at once. So I'm going to go to Pete first. Pete, this week, what's got your goat? Do you want me to do the uh, the England one or the? <laughs> no, to be fair, no, it was do, a you, run, you, run you, get, you, you wasn't do your, you do your Bristol one. Well, I'll do my Bristol one because I and this was sent to me by obviously a very big fan <coughs> of the pod, friend of ours, Matt Crute, who uh, knows my feelings on the matter and our feelings on the matter, and he had screenshotted something that was in today's match day. You know the the Bears put out on their website, you know, mm. match day details um, and about, you know, the parking and, you know, where you get to travel. And about halfway down that website post, there was something about the music. And it said that, uh, you know, pre-match music, um, and I don't blame the DJ for this at all. Although so I don't, men, although I'm about to say, why couldn't he come up with a new one for today? Anyway, mm. it was Seb Bailey... Brilliant. It's not. I have a name. We've got nothing against Seb Bailey, but it is said on the website will be listen to his play. Will be playing the playlist from the Fireworks Spectacular. And I was like, I, I those are two words that I had understood <laughs> had been erased from, from all, all our marketing and communications. Um, text on prose was that actually from today's game yeah. now well that's what it said the pre-season music said Bailey would be re-running reliving his fireworks spectacular playlist <laughs> like why just why just put Seb Bailey's going to play some music because that just got my goat. Yeah. It rankled so it's a, <laughs> yeah. and I know <laughs> I know but it's just it's not the word it's just the have they mm. not learned anything? The club. They. I mean, they kind of. When Tom Tainton was on the scrum after it, he kind of acknowledged the fact that there had been a bit of a a, a problem with that. We supporters got letters of acknowledge. I mean, they want an apology, but no, they acknowledging it. Mm. So it's like, okay, we we put that to bed. Why? Why open that wound again? Yeah. Like, why? Yeah. Why rip open those rip, stitches? I felt yeah. like the the wound had been opened mm. in two. Very simple but profoundly distressing words that were juxtaposed together. And, and considering the surgery you've already been under yeah. in the last few weeks, yeah, this wound. was surgery of the heart, wasn't I, it? I mean, Absolutely. there are certain pairs of words now that must never be said together. Fireworks spectacular. Sweet Caroline. <laughs> dry robe. <laughs> oh, there was a Bobby Dazzler of, of a dry oh, robe down there. Oh, matching oh. boots as well. Oh, a, today. A camo dry room with <laughs> boots with green heels. Oh, and, uh, yeah. and, uh, the thing was, we were going to take a photo, but then we thought it's so extreme, someone would probably realise who it was and we'd get into trouble <laughs> because we might get into a bit of trouble. So that's, I thought you were going to start seeing a camo chameleon. <laughs> so that, that's goat number one. Look like Boy George. And now goat number two, and I mean this really is we we laugh and joke about our goats, but this is appalling, really, isn't it, Lee? Was it saying which one was the program? England program. Oh, oh, that one. Oh God, yeah, that was. Did that get your goat yesterday? Oh, as a, as a program aficionado. Yeah, through the I mean, years. 
That was absolutely shocking. And just explain to the listeners what it was. Yeah, so I mean, we should all credit Andrew Cleaver. Yeah, yeah. Sir Andrew of Cleves, uh, as a good friend of the the pod. Um, And he'd actually noticed that in the programme yesterday for the England uh, France game, that Ellis, Ellis Gange was actually playing for Leicester Tigers. Oh, and Ellis Gange, Leicester Tigers in England. Yes. That's not a goat. That is a herd of goats. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's a complete shambles, isn't it? And I mean, the thing is, it's not like Gange just left a couple of weeks ago. Mm. No. You know, he's been with us all season. And, you know, to, for that to get printed on the programme for the team sheet was was absolutely... Well, it's, it's disrespectful to Ellis. Yeah. yeah. It's disrespectful to... England fans because something that has been produced for you is wrong yeah, yeah. and it's disrespectful for the whole city of Bristol yeah and also I mean it's the thing it's, it, I mean it's that it's so simple to get something like that right mm. you know you'd think so wouldn't you well it's an easy mistake to make by somebody who knows nothing about rugby yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but should be then checked by somebody who does know something about Absolutely. rugby i.e. Who's ever in charge of marketing communications at yeah. the English, at the RFU, yeah. the, yeah. In, Pinnacle. the Pinnacle, the, like the national body? <laughs> it's not as if there's that many teams. There's twelve in the Premiership, eleven. Sorry, in the Premiership. Oh. Yeah. And I think oh. didn't they get one of the subs wrong as well? A Harlequins player was yeah, listed as, as as Toulouse. Yeah. But when you think oh. that you know, for Ellis Genge, a Bristolian born and bred, to lead his country out, only the sixth. Bristol player since yeah. 1888 to be a uh, captain, captain of t- the team yeah. while being a Bristol Bears player yeah. and the one memento that maybe would like to have kept the programme yeah. that showed it as it down as Leicester Tigers and, and when, when, he, when he's older yes. and he's got his grandkids and they're looking through it and they're looking through his grandkids one of his grandkids go why is there a Tipex mark on the head no I mean and the thing is, it's, it, that's a basic level mistake, and that that really shouldn't happen in in any form of. And if it does happen, because we, I, I mean, I know I make mistakes on a regular basis, too, but then that demands an apology. It demands Absolutely an official RFU statement. Yeah. Well, send our send our information on emails and. Oh, no, it's been it's been tagged to the app no, England absolutely. Rugby. Bader did it. Don't see no apology. I mean, it's, no. I mean, it's like years ago. We, I know we're going off on a tangent slightly, but it's like years ago when um, I think it was the Telegraph or the Observer got Genjin uh, Lewis Ludlam mixed up. They did. Mm. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, and you yeah. just think, oh, come on. It really, it's just, it is shocking. It's a bit like when um, Miles thought John Affer was a tight head. Oh, no, yeah. sorry, it was a loose head. <laughs> <laughs> And on that bombshell, <laughs> that's it for this week's show. If you like what you've heard, please subscribe and leave a platform or right a review along. for or rating for us on your podcast platform. Uh, as there's no game next week, we'll be no. back in two weeks after the Tigers game. Who knows, Gary, if you're looking for a job, we might be able to slot you in if you need an extra <laughs> presenter. But until then, goodbye, stay lucky and come on, Briz. <laughs>